I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do believe He'll come again And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then Is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham Hello everyone, welcome to the Covenant Living Broadcast today. Praise God. Ah, it's a good day and it's going to get gooder. <laughs> I'm David Weeder. This is my wife, Lynn Weeder. My goodness, you look beautiful today. Thank you. Wow. Oh, <coughs> excuse me. Anyway, um, we're, <laughs> we're in the middle of a wonderful series. Uh, it just, uh, it really does get gooder and gooder. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and better and better because we're talking about love, which is God himself. Glory to God. So let's have a word of prayer and then... You can be enjoying that cup of coffee, but only as long as you got your Bible notebook with you because we're going to be getting into our Bible study right after this prayer. Father, we thank you today. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you once again, sir, to think through my mind, think, speak through our lips, everything that you want in these messages and in this entire series. We're grateful for all of your teaching. You are the teacher of the church. And you teach through us, and we're so honored and grateful for that. Thank you for reaching every person in the sound of our voice with the word of the living God to set them free and bring victory into their lives, into their families, into their relationships, into the health of their body, into the wealth of their finances. Oh, you are a good God, and we are so grateful. We thank you for being our good father and we enjoy being your children you've given us richly all things to enjoy and we receive them gratefully in jesus name amen 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 well hey today we are going to be talking about the fact that <laughs> love has got you covered coming and going love's got your back but before we get into that, I want to tie up a little bit from a previous message. You're talking, we were talking about love and how you, you're not really getting more amounts of faith. Um, Jesus' disciples yeah. ask him that. Right. You know, it's getting more effective. It's getting more effective, more efficient, and how that's tied to love. And we talked about how the more love that you get and operate in, the more faith. And we talked about how there's only one reference to growing faith, and that actually means growing in degree mm -hmm. of operation. But the Word does say that we can grow in love. And so I want to look at that real quick just to kind of put the bow on that, on that, last, uh, that last message. So turn over to 1 Thessalonians. And 1 Thessalonians, uh, we're going to read in chapter 4, and then we're actually going to back up into chapter 3 a little bit. I'm going to be reading in the Amplified Classic Version, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 9. But concerning brotherly love for all other Christians, you have no need to have anyone write to you, 
for you yourselves have been personally taught by God to love one another. Now that is quite possibly one of the strongest statements of endorsement that I have <laughs> ever heard. When the Apostle Paul, the Holy Ghost, through the Apostle Paul, writes to you and says, look, you got no need for anybody to write to you about this subject because God himself has taught, about, taught you about it. it. You're doing pretty good. Verse 10, and indeed, you already are, listen to this, extending and displaying your love to all the brethren. Now, that's what we need to be doing, extending and displaying our love. But we beseech you. Now, we already read that endorsement. Mm -hmm. you, got, you got no need anybody write you. You done got this down. But we beseech you and earnestly exhort you, brethren, that you excel in this matter more and more. You're already doing better than you don't even need anybody to write to you about it. But, hey, do more of it. It's like we were talking about, I believe it was last week. You can't get to the end. You can always do more love because there's always more of God to find out about. You'll never reach the end of love because you'll never reach the end of God. And I, I mentioned it, I'll say it again. That's an exciting thing because since our love is directly responsible for the strength, the efficiency, the, the effectiveness, the might of our faith, since there is no end to how high you can go in love, there's no end to how strong your faith can become. <laughs> Glory to God. Now, back up here into chapter 3 and listen to this description. In verse 12, Amplified Classic, And may the Lord make you to increase and excel and overflow in love for one another and for all people, just as we also do for you. Now listen to the result. So that he may strengthen and confirm and establish your hearts faultlessly pure and unblameable in holiness in the sight of our God and Father. Stop right there. So if you excel, increase, and overflow in love, that results in him strengthening, confirming, and establishing your heart faultless, pure, and unblameable, right? Mm -hmm. Well, look what happens when that happens. 1 John chapter 3, verse 21. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, which it won't do if it's faultless and unblameable, then we have faith, confidence, faith toward God. So here we have another connection of how love, through the establishment, the, 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 the bringing our heart, our spirit to a place of faultlessness, increases our faith and our confidence in God. Yep. It's just all over the place here. Love, faith, faith, love, love, faith, faith, love. And so I wanted to really put the emphasis, put the exclamation point on that fact that we can grow and excel and increase and abound in love. And because of that, as we increase, then the effectiveness, efficiency, and might of our faith increases. Glory to God. Well, so I just, what we were reading in First Thessalonians mm -hmm. says, even if you're like, I already walk in love. Well, 
they walked in love and he was still encouraging them to increase in it. Right, yeah, they walked in love more than you need anybody to even talk to you about it. But let's still do it more. Yeah. So you can always, you always should be growing in manifestations of love. Glory to God. Now, now let's get into this next point, point number 10 in this outline. Love fulfills all of the commandments. Turn over to Romans chapter 13. Having trouble turning single page. <laughs> okay. All right. You, you can go ahead and read it. Starting in verse 9. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love works no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfilling of the law. And that knowing the time, now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. Glory to God, because love brings it. I mean, we saw that our salvation package provided by grace is received through faith which works through, through love. So your salvation, you walk in love, you fulfill all of the commandments, all of the law, and your salvation package is nearer than ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Why would you not want to walk in love? Why would you not want to be in God? Now let's look at Matthew 22. Matthew 22. And starting in verse 37, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of your heart, all of thy soul, and with all of your mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments, both involving love, hang all of the law and the prophets. You know, the, the, the scripture we read over there in Romans, it, 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 covers, it fulfills all the commandments. When you go back just to the, the Big Ten, you know, if you love your neighbor, you're not going to covet his wife. If you love your neighbor, you're not going to steal from him. You're sure not going to murder him. Love covers it, all of it. Love's got you covered. <laughs> Concentrate on love because love fulfills all of the other commandments. Now, the other thing about that that I think is really, really wonderful, and I heard this taught years and years ago, and it just opened my eyes to a lot of things. Remember, God is love. So, now in the first covenant, Satan really had the run of everything because mm -hmm. Jesus hadn't come yet. And so, it was difficult. God didn't have, well, God wasn't inside of people. Right. You know, but you have to remember he's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so the expression of the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not, okay? We talked about this in an earlier, but the tone, mm -hmm. you know, most all of our lives, <laughs> yeah. 
those commandments have been read. Thou shalt not. Instead of, you don't need to do that. Thou shalt not. There's a, we talked about our testimony and how the word of the Lord um, audibly came to us and said, you have gone as far as you're going to go doing what you're doing. And how the fact that normally, <laughs> if one human said that to another human, there'd be some serious fear involved in that. But when God said that to us, it was a matter. It was fact. a matter of fact. We knew what the choices were, but there was no fear whatsoever. Well, that's the same with the "Thou shalt nots." He's a covenant God of love, and so when you read those, keep that in mind. You have to let the word correctly divide the word. You know, let it let the word interpret itself. He's saying, look. You don't need to be covenanting this guy's wife. I'm in covenant with you. I get you one even better than her for you. Better suited for you. Yeah. Don't be killing this guy. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I'll take care of it. I'll handle it. You don't need to be, you're not, I didn't build you to deal with that. Mm-hmm. It's going to cause you problems. You don't, you don't do well mentally once you kill somebody. And so you just Especially let me out handle of anger it. anger and wrath. Yeah, exactly. You know, don't be, you don't need to be stealing from this guy. I'll give you more than you could possibly use. He's a covenant God of love. So remember that. It fulfills all of the commandments. Glory to God. And so I want to go back and uh, and touch on that real quick. Now, let's look at uh, 1 John chapter 3. And... Um, we, we already talked about this uh, briefly, but let's read down through it. Beloved, verse 21, Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have faith, confidence, or faith towards God. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him, because we keep His commandments, which we just read, and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. And this is His commandment, that we should believe on the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keeps his commandment dwells in him and he in him, and hereby we know that we abide in him by the spirit which he has given us. So here again we see that love has got you covered. <laughs> you don't have to be trying to think. There's commandment after God. I mean, that we, you know, everybody knows about the Big Ten. Right. But man, oh man, the law. I think I said 600 and something. Yeah, way more than I could keep. I'll tell you that. I'm, never mind. Um, But all I got to do is concentrate and growing in love. Growing in the manifestation and the walking out and the continuing in love. And love's got you covered. And he'll show you how to treat people. And he'll show you, he'll teach you and show you and demonstrate it. Now let's look at Galatians 5. I think we're pretty well establishing this fact, this scriptural truth and fact. <clears throat> Excuse me. Galatians chapter 5. And 13. For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Wow. Exemption. Mm-hmm. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For all the law 
is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But if you bite and devour one another, take heed that you be not consumed one another. All, all of the law fulfilled in love one another. Well, and something that has come up previously about love one another as you love yourself, part of a lot of people's problem is they don't love themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't see themselves through the eyes of God's love. And that makes them treat people poorly because they don't love themselves. They are treating other people the way they treat themselves. So part of that can be concentrating on how does God see me? How much does God love me? And growing in that so that your treatment of other people really is that outflow of, I see how much God loves me. And now I can take that love and pass it around. We, uh, we're big on how does this apply? What does this look like? Well, you've got to realize, and this is just a scriptural connection here. We've just read multiple places where love fulfills all the commandments. So remember that when you're studying the first covenant. And listen to this, for example, in Deuteronomy chapter 28, the blessing chapter. Deuteronomy chapter 28. If you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all his commandments, which I command you this day, then the Lord your God will enlist out all these blessings. When you walk in love, you, you meet that. Because a lot of people, a lot of times people will read that and go, oh my God, I've got to keep all the commandments in order to qualify for this. Well, yeah, you do. But all you have to do is love and it fulfills all the commandments. <laughs> yeah, all right. Hey, this simplifies things considerably. <laughs> Fulfill all the commandments. And every time you read something like that, if, if, if you do, in the, old, in the first covenant, if you keep his commandments, then this. If you keep his commandments, then this. Hey, you qualify. That should be the second thought through your mind after you read. If you, if you keep all his commandments, I qualify. And then, and then go on. Because you walk in love. I remember, you remember the, the uh, testimony that Brother Hagen shared about the, um, the lady who hated her mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. You know, he had read the scripture where it says, you know, if, if you hate your brother and you committed, you're a murderer. And she came up to him afterwards and she said, Brother Hagen, you, you got me all confused. And he said, no, no, you were confused before I got here, but what's your, what's your problem? And, uh, and she said, I hate my mother-in-law. And he knew them. He knew the, you know, he knew the couple. He knew they'd come up, you know, watched them over the years and everything. He knew she didn't really. And, uh, but she said, I hate my mother-in-law. And he said, well, then you're a murderer. Oh, now brother, brother Hagen, yeah, you know, and they happened to be at dinner when they were discussing it. And he said, all right, he said, I want you to do something for me. He said, I want you to look me right in the eye and tell me that you hate your mother-in-law and just pay attention to what goes on down here. You know, not here, down here. And so she did. And he said, what, what happened? She's like, there's something kind of sticking me, you know, down here. He said, that's the love of God trying to constrain, kind of to constrain you. Yeah. And so anyway, Okay, I'll include, I was going to skip over this part, but 
she asked him, she said, how do I, how do I do that? I don't, I, I don't like my mother-in-law. And he said, what are you going to do? He said, you're going to act as if you did love her because you do love her on the inside. Mm -hmm. That's a key piece of information. Most people call it, you know, they, they try to say, oh, you're just acting it or you're just faking it till you make it. Well, there's no, there's a difference. If you're doing that, that's wrong. <laughs> but if you are acting like it because you see in the word that that's actually, that's in your spirit, that's who you really are, then acting like that will help renew your mind to what you're supposed to, the corresponding well, action. I was just going to say, yeah. that's the corresponding action that you're yeah. putting with your decision to walk in love. Right. Is to treat them lovely. Yeah. Now, the point that I was trying to get to this whole time <laughs> by telling this story was that she had a child that had epileptic seizures. And they were quite severe and, and becoming increasingly um, frequent, as I recall. And the the Lord instructed Brother, and she was needing healing, wanting healing for him, and asked Brother Hagin about it. And the Lord instructed Brother Hagin, said, don't pray for him, don't lay hands on him. Tell her, you're walking in love now. You fulfill all the commandments, so healing is yours. And so she, that's what she did, and the, the seizures immediately stopped. Mm -hmm. For one thing, her faith was stronger because her faith, her love was up. Right. And it, she, it, years later, he saw her again, asked her how things were going. She said, well, I tried to come back once. He said, what'd you do? He said, I said, I said no, you don't, Satan. I walk in love. And that was, just, that was the end of it. Fulfills all the commandments. You qualify just like that. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Talk about the key to the bank. My goodness. And because of that, when you're in that position, it leads to point number 11, which is what Jesus said in John 13, 34 and 35. John 13, this is Jesus speaking. Red words win, you know. 34, a new commandment I give unto you that you love one another, listen to this, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, by what? By this love. By this love shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one to another. Now, a lot of times you can learn a lot by what the Bible doesn't say. And right here, what it doesn't say is that God, that all men will know you by your great miracles that you perform. It does not say that. It does not say all men will know that you're Christians because of the great faith that you walk in. That's what it does not say. Now, you will walk in great faith because great love enables great faith. No, you can walk in great faith. It doesn't take just love. You have to do it on purpose, but that's a different teaching. It doesn't say a lot of things, but what it does say is that it's this love for one another. It's this love that people see in your family. You know, I just, just barely have enough time to squeak this in. <laughs> Her 
mother's side of the family came from a denomination that believed they were the only ones that were going to actually be in heaven after life on this earth. The only the people that belonged to their denomination. But her father was from a different denomination. denomination. So that, uh, that wasn't boding too well, except after a few years, because of the great love that her father walks in, particularly with family and, and everybody, really, they made a decision that, you know, them <laughs> and her father would be in heaven. <laughs> hey, love will do that for you. Don't go anywhere because you want to see this. Hello, my name is Ryan Weeder, and I'm here with David Weeder Ministries. I just wanted to take a moment to talk with you about sowing and reaping. You know, it says here in Luke chapter 6, and in verse 38, Give, and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet withal, it shall be measured to you again. That is a blessing. Let me tell you, I remember growing up, you know, when you're in kids' service, they always do some sort of a, a visual a visual help. And I remember they brought up a bucket with like lots of papers and balled up tissues and stuff. You know, you stuff it into the bucket, you push it down, you shake it so that it all settles, you push down some more. And when I tell you that they fit more into that bucket than you would think possible, I am telling you the truth. And that's the exact same way that God is with us. When we give generously and bountifully, God pours back onto us more than we even think is possible. That's who God is. He blesses above and beyond all we can ask or think. And whew, it's just the law of sowing and reaping. When you sow, you reap. It's a harvest automatically. It's one of the laws of faith that has been such a blessing in my life. I know it'll be a blessing for you. I encourage you, if you feel led, if the Holy Spirit is working in your heart, give, give generously with a cheerful heart as you sow, it will be. Just like it says here in Luke 6 and 38, the same measure that ye meet with all it shall be measured to you again. Pressed down, shaking together, running over, poured out onto you because that's who our Father is. Hey, one of the things that your sewing does is just like the, the ladies in, in Luke 8, you help us go into every city and village teaching and preaching the Word of God, glory to God. And one some of the places that we've got coming up next month is in California. We will be in Bakersfield at Kern Christian Center on March 13th. Pastors Billy and Shelby Rash, we've been friends for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And then we're going on down to the L.A. area, to Eastvale, to the Assembly Church, Pastors Rodney and Carmen Kyles, and I'll be there on the 16th and 17th of March for the Spring Faith Conference, and it will be a marvelous, wonderful time. It is every time that we've been there. We've been there for everyone so far, and uh, so we're excited about coming back Again, that's March 13th in Bakersfield, March 16th and 17th uh, in Eastville, which is just right down there, suburb of L.A. We look forward to seeing you. Make your plans. You got time. I'm giving yep. you plenty of warning, <laughs> plenty of notice. You got time to make arrangements and get there and get in these faith meetings. Glory to God. Hey, I am so glad that you joined us today. We want you to know, once again, 
that God is love. And because of that, he is always for you. He is in your court. He takes hold together with you against the, 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 the kingdom of darkness. He loves you and we love you. And Jesus is Lord. Thank you, partners and friends, for helping make this broadcast possible. For more information about our ministry, contact us at davidweeder.org or call us at 1-800-988-5380.